You both said today that you love each other and I believe it, but I'm trying to tell you love is not enough for a successful marriage. There's so many other things that go in it. It's not just about you anymore. Here is today's case. When Tabitha met Jeremy, she thought she'd met the man of her dreams. Their connection was intense, and within three months, they were married. That's when Tabitha says Jeremy became a completely different person. She's alone in a marriage with a man who is addicted to porn, drinks too much, and won't work. Tabitha says she's had enough, and she's ready to end things here today in Divorce Court. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Faith Jenkins presiding. Your Honor, today's case is Parrish versus Parrish. Thank you, Juan. Tabitha Parrish. Yes, Your Honor. You have brought your husband, Jeremy Parrish. Yes, Your Honor. To court today. The two of you have been married for three years. You are here because you say you want your husband to be more communicative. Stop drinking, and you're also here to prove who the father of your child is. Yes, ma'am. Okay, let's start from the beginning, ma'am. Give me some background. Your Honor, in the beginning of our relationship, I really thought I found my person. He was kind, caring, and compassionate, but it turns out that I actually just married an empty, blank alcoholic, and I want a divorce. What do you have to say about that, Mr. Parrish? Well, Your Honor, my wife, she is manipulative, she's clingy, she is combative, and she has expectations of me that are outlandish. And that's where most of our problems come from. How did the two of you meet? Your Honor, I actually met him through my ex. My last relationship didn't end very well. Mm -hmm. I wanted to start my life over. Mm -hmm. I actually really liked him because he would sit there with me and tell me that the things that happened to me in my past relationship were not my fault, that I didn't deserve it. And the first time that we kissed was actually because I was crying and he wanted it to stop. But um, things obviously didn't stay like that. About a week in, things got pretty messy. I found out that I was pregnant from the past relationship. And I called him and I told him that I was pregnant and that it, there was no way it could be his child. I literally had only had sex with him the day before I took a pregnancy test. But he acted like everything would, would be great. He told me, you can tell if you want that I'm the father, nobody has to know, or, or we can do things your way. How soon did the two of you get married after that? Uh, three months after that. After the baby, I think, is really when things started to take a turn. During the pregnancy, he would sit there and drink a beer every single day. About two months after uh, my daughter was born, it had developed into drinking half a bottle of rum or vodka two or three times a week when you found out that she was pregnant. Why the decision to go ahead and get married three or four months in? Well, Your Honor, I was ready. You know, I, I knew that I wanted a lifelong relationship and I felt that she was the woman for me. And the fact that it's a child possibly from another relationship didn't affect me because in past relationships, I've taken care of children as if they were my own. But you said that you questioned the timeline and you think that there's a possibility you could be the biological father? Yes, Your Honor. Actually, at the first doctor visit we went to, they couldn't pinpoint exactly when her last cycle was. I'm not saying that it is mine because it really doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I'm going to love her regardless. Mm -hmm. I'm going to provide for her. I'm going to be her father. Tabitha just can't accept that, that it could possibly. Is this your daughter? Yes, Your Honor. Beautiful. Yes, Your Honor. 
I know you mentioned his drinking. Elaborate on the issues you say the two of you are having and why you want a divorce today. Uh, it's actually escalated from being in our house to actually sitting in the driveway in Florida heat for two or three hours outside in his car without the AC on or anything. Drinking? Yes, Your Honor. Yes, Your Honor. So what's going on with, with your drinking, sir? She said that you have a problem and you're drinking every day and it's causing issues. Your Honor, I don't feel like I drink more than anybody else. Um, she said I drink in my car. That's because we live at home with my parents. Well, how much are you drinking every day? Um, two or three beers. Is that true? No, Your Honor, I would say it's two or three minimum. He actually turns it around on me and says I'm the reason that he drinks. Oh, Your do you Honor. Do you say that? I do say that because when your wife is yelling at you and calling you a lazy coward and beating me below the belt, mm -hmm. yeah, I need, I need to go take a relaxer, you know? Are you working? I am right now, yes, Your Honor. What, what was happening with your job? Because I understand she was calling you lazy, but something happened with work, with the job? What happened? Yes, Your Honor. With all of this COVID going on, he actually used that as an excuse to not go into work when he was fine. He couldn't care less, wasn't wearing a mask or anything, just didn't want to go into work. Um, used it as a vacation, basically. What does he do? He's a warehouse worker. So he was not laid off because no, of COVID? No, Your Honor. You probably had more work during that time period, I'm assuming? Well, we actually, Your Honor, took a trip to New York and during the corona to visit her brother. And due to the quarantine policies, we had to quarantine for 14 days when I got back. And so I'd missed work for two weeks. And then after that, my daughter was out of daycare and my wife is disabled. That is not what happened. Yes, there was multiple instances where he couldn't go into work for three to 14 days. That was the maximum, but that shouldn't have lasted an entire six months. Six months of missing work? Definitely not showing up when he was supposed to. And you're very correct. He had opportunity for overtime because of COVID, and that was given up completely. He just did not go in. And why do you say that is? What do you think was going on? I think he was just being lazy. Your Honor. For six months, you missed multiple days of work while most people are looking for work? Yes, Your Honor, and I... I... What were the reasons? because I needed to be home with my wife and my daughter. But she's saying she didn't need you to be home. But she was not telling me that then. Actually, what he was doing that entire time was running off with his friends, drinking, playing video games. He was not being there with me or our daughter. And the whole reason that he got the job was for the insurance, and that's gone now. Your Honor, we actually had a discussion two weeks before I decided to actually quit my job. Why'd you quit? Like I said, because I needed to be home with my wife and my daughter. You quit your job in the middle of a pandemic with a wife and a baby at home, and it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. We moved in with one of her friends. She watched what I was going through in my relationship, and honestly, I felt like maybe we could be there for each other. And I went to him, and I told him this is not what I want. And he actually told me he would rather me go sleep with my friend. So you thought by telling her it was okay to sleep with her friend that would help her stay in the marriage, take some of the pressure off of you? our house because he decided that he didn't want to pay a $50 fee to keep our house. Instead, we had an eviction. You were Your Honor, renting. it wasn't an eviction. I decided to leave. I gave them my notice and took back my check that I had given them and took it somewhere else. And you had another place to go? We moved in with one of her friends, actually, a friend that she ended up cheating on me with. 
So you've quit a job with no backup plan for income, and now you've, you've decided that you're going to give notice that you're going to move with no plan for where you're going to go. So you move in with a friend, a mutual friend of the two of you? No, it was just her friend. Was there something going on between you and your friend prior to the two of you moving in? No, Your Honor. She watched what I was going through in my relationship, and I watched what she was going through in hers. And honestly, I felt like maybe we could be there for each other. And eventually, it actually made me want her physically as well. And I went to him, and I told him, this is not what I want. I want you to show up for me physically, emotionally. I want you to learn how to operate a woman's body during sex. <laughs> because Which when we I would did. have sex, it was all about him. And he actually told me he would rather me go sleep with my friend. He didn't want to do the job. He didn't want to Your meet Honor, my I needs. So you're telling me before you actually slept with your friend, he told you to do it, it was okay. Yes, Your to Honor. To do it. In is fact, that true, Mr. Parrish? Your Your Honor, it, it yes, ma'am, it is. But well, Mr. Parrish, you just don't have a plan for anything, do you? No, ma'am. No, you no, just Your winging Honor. your way along. You told me she cheated. When you tell a person to go and do it, that's not cheating. She's told you in advance. And you said, okay. Your Honor, I wanted to give her the she chance. She said she'd rather it be you. And you said, no, ma'am. That's not what happened, Your Honor. We moved in with her friend. And throughout time, I started noticing little things. One night after being out with this friend, talking to her out in the driveway, she came in and said, I just kissed this girl, you know? And I was like... That's okay. We can make it through. Obviously, I'm not trying to lose her. I'm trying to be there and support her. And let... She's going to do what she wants to do, whether I tell her not to. Anyway, I'm not her master. I'm not her king. I'm not, you know... If... So you thought by telling her it was okay and giving her permission to sleep with her friend that that would help her stay in the marriage, take some of the pressure off of you? No, not take the pressure off of me, Your Honor. Just... Sir, she, if she's off sleeping with somebody else, she's one foot out the door. Exactly. And in that You told instance, her to just do it, but you didn't really expect her to do it. Yes, Your Honor. I ha had hoped that she would be faithful to me. And... You, you wanted her to resist, and there was no resistance. Correct. Yes, Your Honor. So she told you that she wanted it to be you, but she was attracted to this other woman. It doesn't sound like you had to trick her with psychology. Sounds like you could have just said, no. And we need to move, just like you moved out of the other place. And that's, that's what when, we did, when Your you, Honor. When you wanted to, when you didn't even have a backup plan, now this is the time for you to wing it and move elsewhere. If I may, he actually encouraged the relationship because it turned him on sexually. About two, three months into our relationship, he literally could not have sex with me. He turned back to porn to make sure that he could still work for that. Which and I then, couldn't. And that's and, what I told okay. you. Now this is starting to make more sense. Ms. Parrish, we wanted to submit to a DNA test so you could put the issue to rest of whether or not your husband is the father of your child. Yes, Your Honor. When it comes to three-year-old Marley Parrish, it has been determined by this court, Mr. Parrish, If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Miss the show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. You encouraged her to have a physical relationship with someone else because you were struggling 
to have a physical relationship with your wife because of the porn addiction. Am I right? Yes, Your Honor. I think the main determining factor was that it actually got him to think about me with another woman. Who that told you this? Trick. He did. He put my hand on his penis after I was intimate with this woman, crying because I cheated, and he was turned on by it. Like I said, I was struggling with porn, and I was taking the steps to stop the addiction, to try and be faithful to her. When you met her, did you have the addiction already? Yes, Your Honor. And you didn't tell her? She found out on her own how long into the marriage? I talked about it with him just a couple days into it because I have some experiences of my own that makes me not like porn at all. So you find out after you get married that he has this addiction. Where are you now on this journey? I feel like I'm in control of it. I haven't uh, looked at porn or watched porn since two years ago. Okay, and what about the issue with the alcohol, sir? I don't think I drink more than anyone else. I drink socially with my friends. And to be honest... I have to tell you, Mr. Parrish, I don't know if we would really be here today if that's all that you were drinking, or two or three beers a day. Are you getting drunk? Yes, Your Honor, I get okay. drunk. How often? Once a day or... Every time? So once a day? Yes, Your Honor. So you're getting drunk off of two or three beers? Yes, Your Honor. Okay. I so either you are a lightweight or you're standing in court lying to me today about how much you're drinking. And I'm going to tell you now, it's the latter. You're lying to me about how much you're drinking. That's fine. That's what a lot of alcoholics do when they don't want to admit they have a problem. They lie to cover it up. She also said you're drinking vodka and rum. Your Honor, so, I haven't drank liquor in a while. So, you are getting drunk every day. That means you have a problem. Yes, Your Honor. I feel like I'm constantly peeling back layers when I'm talking to the two of you. Because this is the last stop you make before you go your separate way. So, if there's ever a time to be real and be truthful with yourself, even the ugly parts that you don't like, it's now and it's today. Ms. Parrish, when you came to court today, you asked the court for our assistance. Yes, Your Honor. You wanted to submit to a DNA test so you could put the issue of whether or not your husband is the father of your child to rest for good. Yes, Your Honor. Juan, do we have the results? Yes, sir. Would you bring them to me, please? It is a possibility I'm the dad, Your Honor. Well, we're going to find out now. When it comes to three-year-old Marley Parrish, it has been determined by this court, Mr. Parrish... When it comes to three-year-old Marley Parrish, it has been determined by this court Mr. Parrish, you are not the father. That's 100% fine with me, Your Honor. I will take care of her as if she was my own anyway. Why your reaction? I know who I had sex with. Mm -hmm. I know when I had sex. Mm -hmm. I honestly thought I was going insane. I kind of believed that he was the father there for a minute. So your reaction is it's more so closure. Validation that you were right. Yes, Your Honor. This is really complicated because I think there's a fair amount of trauma on both sides. Jumping into a marriage so you don't have to face the pain that you're actually dealing with in your life, it simply doesn't work.
In this situation, you brought two people together that had a lot of issues that the two of you really needed to deal with, especially as young people, before you ever decided to try to commit to each other and make a go at it together because you simply weren't in a position to do it. Not emotionally, mentally, physically, financially. And you're rushed in it because you thought it was gonna save you. You thought it was gonna heal you. You were looking for a Band-Aid. Yes, Your Honor. To put on a scar that was much deeper. You had an addiction that you hid from her. You married her, didn't tell her about it. You're having another addiction that's now affecting your family, your life, that you're in denial about that one. You said you hadn't watched porn in two years. You've moved from one addiction to the next. Yes, Your Honor. You're gonna have to do some real soul searching, sir, to figure out what it is about your life that you are so in pain about that you are trying to mask it with alcohol, with porn. You're gonna have to face it at some point. But as long as you're in denial, as long as you're blaming others, you're gonna continue in this cycle that you're on, but you're going to continue alone without your wife. You gotta go back to square one. A lot of people worry about, you know, starting over, what am I gonna do? You're not starting over from scratch, you're starting over from experience. Yes. You have some experience now. Yes, Your Honor. I feel like you've lived two lives at 22. I feel like I've lived even more than that. But you know what, Ms. Parrish? At 22, you have this maturity and this presence about you that I don't see in most 22-year-olds. So, you can do it. Thank you, Your Honor. You know, I know you haven't had an easy road, but the strength that you have developed from overcoming these challenges that you faced, a lot of them we haven't had in court today, that's what's gonna propel you forward. Yes, Your Honor. Overcoming those obstacles. But you cannot bring two completely broken people together and think that you're gonna be able to survive it and make it when all you're doing is joining in somebody else's dysfunction. It's not gonna work that way. My advice to you, we have an aftercare specialist and I would like for the two of you to speak to this specialist because I understand at this point you are ready to go your separate ways in the marriage. Before you do that, because I know you have a small child, I want you to talk to someone and seek out some professional help about your next steps as you go forward. Good luck to both of you. Thank you, Your Honor. I definitely think that it's time for me to move on and seeing someone else. It's definitely time for me to get a divorce. I do think that we both have issues that we need to work on. I think that if those issues don't get fixed, that certainly there's no hope left. I really have used all the words I have to say. Good luck 